I mean, we are the physical specimens that literally everyone <laughs> should aspire to be like. Right. <laughs> if we're just being honest. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Dialogue Adventures. I'm Ken, and that's it, just me today. Uh, Steven is out today, so I will not be recording a whole show by myself. Instead, we're going to bring you a few clips and snippets from previous episodes that were cut for time or other reasons, and we're just going to kind of mash them together and play it and hope you enjoy it. Enjoy the show. What's going on in the world of weather on the planet Earth today? Thank you for tuning in to NPR Radio. That wouldn't make sense because NPR stands for National Public Radio, so why would I say radio at the end of those three letters when it's really just, it's like when you say GPS system, because GPS is Global Positioning System. Or ATM machine. ATM machine. Ah, I hate that. I used to get so mad at my parents when they would say, get the GPS system, like the global positioning system system. (laughs) Well, redundant, don't you think? Uh, If you have to say that many words, why not just say the global positioning system? Speaking of tingle sounds, (laughs) have you heard of like the frequency that makes you like spontaneously poop? No. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently it exists, but I've, I've not tried because why would i put that on myself yeah um (laughs) but apparently there's this frequency that if you listen to it at the correct volume you you will like yeah cleanse the system cleanse the system so why why do why don't people just do that instead of like detox and stuff that's what i'm saying audio detox yeah you wouldn't have to get like those pills that flush your system. Mm-hmm. People should do that for colonoscopies instead of. Yeah, I mean it seems safer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seems, but it'll give you cancer. <laughs> it'll give you ear cancer. <laughs> it'll give you cancer, but you'll get through colonoscopies quicker. So it all kind of balances out. <laughs> I just finished listening to a book. Of a story that has been turned into several movies that I have not seen any of. The Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah? Did you like it? I loved it. That's good, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah. I had never read the book. I had never watched any of the movies. That book is fantastic. It's long, but it's really good. Yeah. It, it keeps you engaged. For sure. And it goes further in the story than like any of the movies. Yeah, I would imagine so. It's... And there's a few quirks to it, like, I still do not know why it's called The Three Musketeers. When there's clearly four. There's clearly four. The whole time. The whole time. (laughs) I mean, at the beginning, I guess the main character isn't even a musketeer. No. But then he becomes a musketeer. Yeah. For most of the book. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. And yet it's The Three Musketeers, but yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it has a better ring to it. Yeah, it does. Now, I've also found out now that there's also a sequel, and he rounded off the series to make it a good trilogy. So there's three, really? there's three books following the same guys. Huh. There's The Musketeer, isn't there? 
Or was that just a movie uh, version? That may just be a movie version. I do not know. There's the Three Musketeers, and then the second one is called 20 Years After. Okay, yeah. And then the third one is a French phrase I don't know how to pronounce because the dude was French. But you listened to it in English. Yes. <laughs> yes. I kind of had to. <laughs> it's funny, too. Have you ever listened to any LibriVox audiobooks? <laughs> yeah. Stunning quality on those. Oh, yeah. It's hit or miss. Every now, you know, you're going to get some bad ones, but you can get lucky sometimes and get some good ones. It's just interesting when every chapter is by a different reader. Yeah. And that's that's what, how this was. I listened to it was a LibriVox recording. And there's a lot of chapters. There are a lot of chapters. Quite, and, you know, it, it went back and forth. Overall, there's probably about 10 different readers yeah. that just kind of changed off and stuff. And for the most part, they were, they were all pretty good. There's only yeah. one that I really didn't like. But that was only because he read the book with different inflections on things, different, like read the characters differently. Right. So when he's reading their line, he gives them a different voice with different sarcasm or whatever that none of the others readers, if, if all of the readers followed that, it would have been fine. Right. But since he was the only one, it was kind of annoying. But yeah. fortunately, that was a shorter chapter, so <laughs> no biggie. So we'll see. I don't know. I found LibriVox also has the two... The other two in the trilogy. Yeah. So I think I'm probably going to listen to them. So. I, I haven't really heard much about him, but I would imagine seeing as how the first one is super popular and then the other two are not, I kind of <laughs> wonder if the story is... Probably not as good. As good, yeah. yeah. I think they're still considered to be classics. Yeah. Mm, definitely a Less peg. classic. Yeah, definitely a peg down. Mostly just old. Yeah. But I didn't realize this too. But the dude also wrote the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. I didn't know that, and that is also. Did he do Man in the Iron Mask as well? I think so. Yeah. I'm not positive. The dude has written some classics. Yeah. And I have seen a movie of the Count of Monte Cristo. The one with. Uh, God. I don't know. Whatever yeah. name you say, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You know, I saw it my freshman year of college. And yeah, I, it's a good movie. I couldn't tell you. It is a good movie. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. So it, it does make me want to listen to the book. Yeah. I've read most of the book, I think, if not all. It's been a long time. This is what I do when uh, I run out of podcasts to listen to. <laughs> I've got audiobooks. Yeah. Most of them from LibriVox. I decided a while back that, you know what, I've you know, never read so many of these classics. Right. So I started listening to the audiobooks. I listened to Scarlet Letter. Yeah. It's an interesting, weird it's, book. It's something. Yeah, it's something. And then I listened to Frankenstein. That's it's a good it's book. It's a good book. That's a good book. And then I listened to, well, I listened to the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin. Okay. That is one of the more interesting pieces of history huh. to, to read or listen to or whatever. Yeah. It's different from what you might expect I would think like I wasn't expecting the kind of book that it was. Right. But it was really good just just to see that perspective on history from one of the most important people from that time period. Yeah. That's cool. And the things that he thought were important and that he thought were worth passing on. Yeah. He almost spends zero time talking about the war, which that makes to sense. Me, to me that's interesting though because yeah. That was the big thing that everyone usually talks about from that time period. I mean, it's the Revolutionary War, you know, and he had a significant hand. He did, but in I feel forming like, the nation. Yeah, I feel like Franklin was a little less emotionally 
involved about it. I could see it to Franklin being like, yeah, that that was just the logical piece that fit. That was yeah. going to happen. And then now that that's there, we actually have to do some work and figure out how we're going to work. Right. Yeah, I could see that. It was it was very interesting. Like it's one of those things that I it's a book that I almost would recommend anybody to read because it's short. It's only like a hundred and some page. It's it's not a long book. Right. It's, it's under two hundred pages, but it's just I don't know. I find it to be an important piece of history that I, yeah I think a lot of people would benefit from reading. My sophomore year, I tried out for the basketball team. That did not and go didn't well. Didn't make it. <laughs> what? That oh my goodness, Stephen. I, there were drills, right? Okay, so like any tryout? Yeah, like any tryout, <laughs> which is fine. But you know, I figured, I figured what I figured was, you know what? I know I don't know basketball, but I figured I'm athletic enough that I can be coached, right? Which is probably true. And in fact, the the coach told me as much because uh, I took a PE class with him that he yeah. taught, so he knew I had athletic ability to some degree. Yeah. It's just a matter of coaching and understanding the game, which I had I had very little understanding of the game of basketball. Right. So I was kind of a blank slate in that direction. But we had the drills, you know, the three-point shooter drill it was essentially you have so many minutes, keep track in your head, just shoot threes until the time is up, and then tell me how many you shot. How and many you shot or how many you made? How many I made. Yeah, that's what I meant. How many you made. And I didn't do terrible with that. In fact, I made more threes than some of the guys that ended up on the team. So I was like, all right. But then I was told that my shooting form was bad. And if it was in a defender, they'd get blocked every time. Yeah. So that kind of threw that out the window. Uh, but then there was the layup drills and the reverse layup drills. Yeah. Steven, I did not make a <laughs> single layup. That's supposed to be the easy part. Not a single layup. That's bad for you. That's really bad. <laughs> I did not make the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually, I went to the coach. I was just like, coach, I know I'm not going to make this team. So <sighs> I, there were two days of tryouts. You had to come for the first day and the second day. And yeah. I, after the first day, I could tell, I was like, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a limited number of spots on this team. And there were more than that number of guys that knew the game of basketball. Yeah. So even if I had more athletic ability than any of those guys, just because they know the game of basketball, they're already a leg and a half up. Yeah. So it would take me a long time to catch up. Yeah. So I told him, just like, coach, I know what I'm dealing with here. I'm not going to be at tryouts tomorrow. <laughs> and he's just like, well, and he basically said that. It's like, there's so many guys that already know basketball. I know you have athletic ability, but we need guys that know basketball. It's like, I'm cool with that. So you played soccer instead. So I played soccer. <laughs> 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 because with it, <laughs> because they would take anybody that had two legs and could breathe. <laughs> That's the <laughs> cuz the soccer team, the soccer team was pretty much always hurting for bodies. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed those clips, and we will have a brand new episode for you in another week. That will be a full length, and we look forward to talking at you another time. Uh, be sure to review, give us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to this. We're available all over the place, your favorite podcast app. Give us a rating, a review, and let us know what you think. Email the show. 
Uh, our email address is the letters da at feeblemusings.com. That's da at feeblemusings.com. And uh, get in touch with us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, any topic ideas. Let us know what you think. You can tweet the show at Dialogue Venture. Go ahead and be sure to do that. Well, that's all we have for today, so we will talk at you another time. Thanks. Bye. Which I didn't know, but that's great because I drink more coffee than I eat blueberries, so... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>